to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. I have a word for us this morning that has helped me. It's good when you're preaching something that's, that's been helpful for yourself. It's way better than the alternative. Uh, so this, this word has helped me and I believe this can help you this morning. And that's good, right? That's good. So what I, what I would like this morning is there's going to be some elements here that give you the opportunity to say amen or preach it or, ooh, that was good. Or what other noise could resonate from your mouth? Just so give me some examples right now if... Uh, if the preaching was remotely okay, that there could be some engaging vocally. It's good, is there? What about the, the back couple of rows? What, what would make sense for you just to... Nice, I like it. I like it. That's good. That's good. I'll, I'll, I'd like to know who's been in church for quite a while, so, so maybe years, and you've maybe never said... Amen, or pre- like nothing kind of vocal during the, during the preach. Just now, you probably don't want to raise your hand. Uh, but, but maybe this could be your day. Just, just maybe this could be your day to take a little step. So let's see. And now I've got to back this up, right? So a few months back, I was praying in the shower one morning. We're moving. This is good. I like it. I like it. So just show of hands. Who's a, who's a morning showerer? Okay. Who's an evening showerer? Who's a non-showerer? <laughs> Probably actually don't lift your... Keep that concealed. You know if you're sitting next to a non-showerer. So I was, I was in the shower one morning having a chat to God. So don't picture it. Uh, actually, you can because I shower fully clothed. <laughs> actually, I wear a baptismal robe. Uh, very holy. But the, the prayer went something like this. And I wasn't smiling like I am now. It was more like, God, I can't really be bothered. I'm, uh, I'm not really feeling it today. Uh, wasn't a lot of faith in this prayer. It was a bit of a whinge. You ever? Yeah, you, you can own that. We've been there. Then that's a healthy place for us to be. Not to live, but to let out to him. God, I'm struggling. I actually feel pretty spent. And you know, so that, that was the reality in, in the shower for those few moments. Maybe again, you, you've realized this a bit like me this year, that, that heaviness is a bit stickier this year. It seems to cling a little more effectively this year, that, that positioning yourself in a red-hot place of faith feels a little more challenging for most this year, and Obviously, there are 
a whole lot of practicalities happening around us and, and we're managing global uncertainty and, and for many through chunks of this year, the collapsing of plans and routines and we, we see this increase of this ambient anxiety that just lingers and, and looms there. For anyone in leadership, there are, there are multiplied leadership complexities that seem to not end this year. And, and there is a sense of uncharted territory in some of what we have been moving through. And that may be the reality, but what are we going to do about it? What do we do with what is presented to us here? So I'm in the shower and I'm, I'm having this little, maybe a little whinge, you could call it, with God. Uh, and you know what happened? I had a, a thought that wasn't my thoughts erupt in my head. And it was a scripture that I memorised maybe 24 years ago. And it's from Philippians 4.13. And you can call it the 10-finger prayer. And it's, I can do all things through him or through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I'm in the shower and this scripture bangs into my head, just appears there. And I then go back to the moment where I first really took a hold of that scripture. And there was a conference called Planet Shakers. It was in Adelaide. And yeah, some of us were, were hopping on the bus with us. And, and so we, we all hopped on this bus and drove across the Nullarbor, as wonderful as that is, and uh, then went to this conference called Planet Shakers. And one of the sessions on one of the days, uh, someone was preaching and preached in and around Philippians 4.13 and mentioned this 10-finger prayer. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it, it took a hold, something in there. And all of these years later, I'm in the shower and I'm not feeling really full of faith right now. I'd rather do something else than all the things that were ahead of me that I knew were on my to-do list for that coming day. And quicken to me, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And now I go a whole lot of places in my mind in about half a second. I go back to the fact that I heard this verse at a youth conference. And so I've put it into context and I'm like, well, that's kind of a, that's an entry level verse. But Lord, you know, now I'm a senior pastor. <laughs> and where's my wonderful, where's something more monumental or majestic than, than that kind of entry level, kind of sounds a little bit cheesy, a little naff, maybe even a little simplistic, that uh, I want something and I got nothing else other than I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And as I then got over myself and the whatevers, as I continued the shower and let that scripture roll through my mind, meditating more on his word than on my to-do list or how I was feeling, there, I can tell you, there was a shift that morning that I still sit in the slipstream of now a few months later, that it triggered something of faith on the inside, remembering who he is, because he knows my circumstance. 
my diary, my to-do. He knows 2020. It's not like, oh, heaven's like, what are we going to do? There is never any sense of that for God. And we need to be reminded relentlessly of his security that is able to combat our insecurity where he has a way if we're willing to walk in it. And so there was a shift. There was a perspective shift that as I then walked into that day and a couple of months since, that has actually shifted something where I'm more in alignment with the heart of Christ than when I was feeling a little more sorry for myself. I can do all things through him, through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can Ace my exams without studying (laughs) through Christ's strength. I can be casual in my relationships or my parenting, and it's just going to work out amazing through Christ. I can never fuel my car up again, and it's just going to go, go, go through Christ. No. This is not a shortcut for lazy. This is not a cheat code for stupid. And we'll go there a little more next week. Uh, Let's have a quick look at the context here in in the book of Philippians. And, And for this verse, there's an immediate context and there's a broader context. And the immediate context, if we can put verse 12 up, uh, thank you. Let's look here. And, and so this is the Apostle Paul. He's, he's writing from jail. Okay? So it's worse than COVID. Just to grab the context. He's restricted in what he can do. He wants to be with these people in person, but he's prevented from being there because he's in prison. He's locked away. And so he could be down on himself, He could be going, I'm just going to scrap this year and hope for a better one. No, but he's activated in the call of God despite what's happening. And so a little bit of that grunt needs to get into me continually and into us. And so here's here's the Apostle Paul saying, I know how to be bought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger. So I'm not going to rejoice and say, God's so good, I love him, when I've got all this plenty. But then when I'm, when I'm facing hunger, I'm like, God, where are you? This is a load of baloney. And he's like, I've, I've learned the secret of facing this and it not actually affecting my faith. That I've learned this when there's abundance and when there's need. Whew, there's a level of maturity here, baby. When there's abundance or need, because I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And the, the context here is there is the sense of contentment that the Apostle Paul can find that, that whether I'm on a mountaintop and I feel the presence of God and it's extraordinary and the prayer that I've been believing for has just been answered, that I can find contentment in God there. But when I'm locked away in jail or when I'm being beaten and whipped, then I can find contentment in God there. 
Because our Christian experience includes both of these realities. And if we can't find him through all of it, then we're going to bail out and we're going to miss on what he has for us. And so there is this this immediate context here in this verse that says, whatever comes at me, whatever comes at me in life, I can find contentment in Him because of His goodness, because of His grace, through Christ who strengthens me. That's the immediate context here of Philippians 4.13. And there's a broader context as we find throughout the book of Philippians. And as we, as we would move through and, and see this heartbeat that I can, I can get through whatever comes at me through Christ who strengthens me. And if, if we go back to... And if you're, you're flicking through Philippians here, we can go back to, to chapter 3 and, and forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which Christ Jesus has taken a hold of me. And so I can forget what is behind and strain towards what is ahead through Christ who strengthens me. I can run towards that prize to live the call that he has for me through Christ who strengthens me. We hit Philippians 4 and Paul has this encouragement to us. Rejoice in the Lord. And in case you didn't get it, I'm going to say it again. Rejoice. And rejoicing is an intentional choice to lean in and see something of God's goodness. It's not based in an overwhelming feeling It's a resolute choice. And so I can rejoice in you, God, through Christ, who strengthens me. We then keep going through chapter 4. And don't get lost in worry. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, present your request to God. And then the peace of God. That surpasses understanding. Will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus means to form a garrison. It's a military term that as we would pray and know what it is to engage with God in prayer, then it's like a garrison of soldiers comes and guards your heart and your mind and locks in the goodness and grace of God and keeps out the junk that's wanting to try and invade. And so I can build that framework of living life. I can be that type of person through Christ who strengthens me. Through Christ who strengthens me. So whatever comes at me, good or bad. Good or bad. I can live my call through Christ who strengthens me. So let's look at a few examples here. I can overcome. I can persevere. Through Christ who strengthens me. Maybe you need to say that to yourself right now. Let that be louder in your head than whatever other narrative is just ticking along. I can overcome. I can persevere through Christ who strengthens me. I can excel tomorrow, Monday the 16th of November, through Christ who strengthens me. I can see blessing in my workplace through Christ who strengthens me. I can be bigger than my demanding boss through Christ who strengthens me. 
That one's particularly for our church staff. I can be a light in my workplace, my uni, my school, through Christ who strengthens me. We'll unpack this next week, but strength is the ability to carry weight, load. This is not designed to be easy and we have things that we carry in his strength. So I can... You know, I can, this uh, positive thinking, it's not, it's not a new concept. It's, it's God's concept. Faith leans in with a hope. Faith sees things that could be as though they were. Faith engages with the love and the grace and the goodness of God. And and so God has wired humanity so that we operate more effectively with this I can framework. I can do what I am called to do through Christ who strengthens me. And what happens is when we lean in with this faith headspace is that there is power for us. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's His power. And honestly, as I'm in the shower, I'm feeling there is a power that goes beyond my ability just to to think lovely thoughts. And let's just picture butterflies. There's there's a supernatural power that began to flow into my world on that day because I opened up my heart afresh in faith and stopped thinking about the whatevers and and I just got to make it through this year and, you know, just kind of crawl through and it's okay because it's been this and that and we We all have our whatevers. But then to open up in faith and allow His power to be real for us. Not a concept, but our reality. There is power as we engage with this this faith headspace. And there is perspective. We see things differently. If we can own this, I can. Do all things. Do the things He's called me to. Do my things. Live my call through Christ who strengthens me. That there is a perspective and we see things differently. And now when you look at the diary about what's ahead or the year planner or the whatever or the things that would freak you out or where you just can't, like we can begin to see with a fresh perspective because we're seeing with eyes of faith. And there is problem solving that starts to awake. That we, we all have challenges. And when we come at them with eyes of faith, it's amazing how we can see supernatural solutions. That when we're, when we're locked in a negative frame, when we, we don't engage with that faith dynamic, then there are solutions that God has for us that literally we're missing. And so by our inactivity, we fail to engage and appropriate the victory of Christ. And He's just calling us in, not to live in a way that goes beyond our ability, but just to take that step towards Him, to let His ability flow again into us, that when we are weak, He is strong. And so that means then His strength is in us. I can come home from work and be present for my family through Christ who strengthens me. That yeah, you may be tired after a big day, but God's called us to our families. And so we can do this through Him who strengthens me. I can be the dad that God calls me to be.
through Christ who strengthens me. You can be the mum that God has called you to be through Christ who strengthens you. There is power available for you to live in that space. I can make this marriage work through Christ who strengthens me. I can make the necessary changes through Christ who strengthens me. I can stop feeling sorry for myself. And you know what? In the shower, I had a little bit of that going on. My life is so hard, Lord. You don't want to then read about the Apostle Paul's life. And so that mentality actually keeps us away from the Word. Locks me in. And so I open up. I can stop feeling sorry for myself through Christ who strengthens me. Who needs to just, just right now, I'm going to own it. I needed to on this day, a couple months ago, I needed to feel less sorry for myself and more engaged with his strength. And if that's you today, just own it right now. And you know what? I'm, I'm living more in the woe is me than pushing into God's strength alive in me. And when we just call, just own it. Just own it and then repent. God, I'm sorry. This is not how you've called me to live. And then I open up for you to come and do what you want to do. And that just could be a pivot moment for you that shapes the whole rest of the year. I can see my capacity increase through Christ who strengthens me. And again, none of this means that it's just going to be easy. Like what, what actually, what things in life that are worthwhile are actually easy? They're not. And so we've got to sometimes shake that, that framework. I can build a pumping prayer life through Christ who strengthens me. I can grow passion for the Bible through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, you got to own this sometimes. I am owning this afresh. I can ditch that sinful habit. Just yell it out. Maybe you do need to yell it out to a friend or someone that you can just get really real with and bring that thing into the light. I can ditch that sinful habit through Christ who strengthens me. I can finish 2020 strong, strong through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, I'm not making this stuff up. I can finish 2020 strong through Christ who strengthens me. And as we lean in to his victory, then there is power for us. There is a perspective shift for us and there is problem solving ability for us. I want, I want us to know again and be reminded again because, man, we, we need to, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this, we need to be reminded. I need to be relentlessly reminded. I can do all things. I can live my call through Christ who strengthens me. And you know what? We're never stronger than when the Word of God is alive in our head and in our heart. We're never stronger when His words are not just words on a page, but they're truth in our mind. They're alive in our heart, that that shapes the framework of who we are and aligns us with heaven's heartbeat. And we've got to know that the enemy is hell bent on you not living alive in this word, on this just being something that 
is on the shelf or or has been real at times or is again just just words on a page that we are in a very real battle for the words of whatever to be louder in our mind than the words that are eternal the words of life his words in us and so he wants us equipped so let's let's dive in and, and can I remind us again so the Bible describes itself as, as many things, as bread, as light, as a sword, as seed. And can I remind us again that if we have bread or food, but we don't eat it, we have to expect to be more hungry and have less energy. That if we have light, but we don't let it shine, we've got to expect less vision and less clarity. That if we have a sword, but we don't swing it, We can't expect to fight effectively. It's very simple logic here. That if you have seed, but you don't plant it, then it's wrong of us to expect a mighty harvest. And so let's grab a hold again and dive in and let His Word be alive in us. And so I have five practical things for us that could be helpful as we step into this week. Number one is maybe a point of action for you is going to be to write out Philippians 4.13. Is to, is to write it out. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Write it as a note. Write it on your forehead. Write it, put it up on the fridge. Set it as a screensaver and write it and begin to go there and ask God, would you make your word come alive in me? Don't let this be a revelation for Jace. Let it be a revelation for me. Let your word do everything that was talked about on Sunday. I want that in me. And engage with God on His Word and say, God, would you release power into my world? Lord, would you help me to have your perspective as I look at what's ahead? Would you help me to problem solve some of what I see before me? And so let Philippians 4.13 come alive for you. Second thought here is maybe if you go, you know what, I, I have to. God's calling me to engage with His Word. I, I'm going to dive right in. Maybe you want to You want to go back and look at Pathways to Life, message number two from July 2020. And it was a whole message and I actually went back and had a listen and I I rate it. I I actually, I blessed myself listening to myself. I was like, Lord, I need to be reminded of that. Yes, again. I do. And so, so you can watch or you can uh, so on YouTube or listen. So that was from June. So Pathways to Life, number two, about planting supernatural seed. And if we can grab a hold of that reality, my goodness, my goodness. So number three, here's, here's a thought for us, is maybe you could listen to Philippians. It's four chapters. It takes about 15 to 16 minutes to listen to the whole book, whole four chapters. And maybe you could do that every day this week. Group of kids, uh, not kids, they're adults. Sorry, that sounds terrible. Uh, it's a D group that, uh, that I run that's been the challenge all of this week and they have to give feedback that they've, that they've done that. And so, and so I, I've probably listened to Philippians maybe 20 times in the last couple of weeks. And here's something quite humorous. If you listen to it on double speed, but you actually follow the words through, it's, it's humorous, but it's powerful. You actually grab the context of the whole book in a way that's quite unique. And so don't do that all the time. Uh, don't make that your normal reading of the Word of God. But to mix it in, it was, it's actually really 
different as you follow through with your eyes too, as it's reading it out. So if you're, if you're new to faith or newer to this church thing, then the YouVersion Bible app, YouVersion Bible app is free and it's got so many different versions of the Bible where it's the same Word of God, but in slightly different language. And so you, you could go on to your version and you can listen to the Bible there. And so you could listen in the NIV, the NLT, the ESV and the message version and grab a hold of the book of Philippians. And you can do this in your transit. I did it Saturday morning on the way home from a fitness class at whatever that was, 8am or something like that. And just in your coming and going, let the Word of God come into your world. And then as something jumps out to you, just pause and pray and ask God to, Lord, make that real for me. Then go home and study it. Look up that verse, etc. That's something that could be helpful for you. So I hope as I'm going through this, you're thinking about what you're going to do in response this week. Okay. Number four, and this is, this is zooming a little ahead, but it's a decision that you could maybe make this week, is I, I, some of us, maybe C3 College is a step of faith that is the right step of faith for you in 2021. And I'm not saying do full-time. You could be working full-time and come and do a night unit. We have so many people who have dived into that. And so come sign up for C3 College. Do a unit of New Testament survey. Old Testament survey of faith with Pastor Phil or, or something and engage with his word in a way that sparks you. Maybe you haven't done Bible college for 30 years or you've been around for a long time but haven't dived in or you're new and you're wanting to grow. Then that could just be a faith step that unlocks something for you as it has for, for so many of us. Here's something else. Do you want to stand to your feet? Our fifth, fifth point here is... Uh, Maybe you could just inhale and exhale Philippians 4.13. And yeah, I know it's kind of funny, right, that when we feel tired or like we haven't got the energy to whatever, and I know some of us are in that place, I'm giving you something to do. Because what we need to know is if we don't change anything, we can't expect a different result. And so God's given us tools. He's given us ways. He's given us pathways to walk. And engaging with His, his Word is a pathway that He's laid out for us to walk that produces things in us that won't happen if we don't walk the pathway. And so let's engage with that. And so here's, here's something different that we could do. And just close your eyes just where you are. And... I just want you to just take a couple of breaths in and out. I want you to know, just, just stand here with your eyes closed, you need to know that you are loved, that God loves you. He's not driving you. He's not cracking the whip today. This is all his beckoning close. My son, my daughter, I'm here for you. I'm with you. I have strength for you and I'm calling you to engage with my strength today. I'm calling you to walk habits out in my word that literally can be 
strength for you. And so you could even just breathe in. It's like, I can do. And just breathe in. And just hold it and then breathe out. All things. Breathe in again. Through Christ. Breathe out. Who strengthens me. And maybe it's a pausing in the rush, the pressure, and the whatevers, and the voices calling for your attention, and the to-do list that's buzzing, and the emotions that are flying around, and stilling ourselves to take in his word, his victory. Breathe in and by faith, God, I'm taking a hold of your truth, of the victory of Christ. Let your victory be appropriated in my life here and now. And God, I breathe out my doubt, my fear, my selfishness, my pride, my whatever. And I breathe in. Your victory, your love, your peace. And so, God, for these wonderful people gathered together here today, Lord, I thank you for their stepping into a place of gathering today. Lord, they're stepping into church. Lord, their faith responds to take a simple step and to come and engage with you and engage with each other. And, Lord, I thank you that this morning... Lord, the step that has been taken, God, I thank you that you are meeting each and every person. Lord, that you are coming alongside. Lord, that your love and your grace would be so real. But God, with that, as you come near, as you come near, God, I thank you that there is a sense of courage. Lord, that there is a sense of enabling, that I am not lost in my whatever, but God, I am finding my strength in you. I can do all things, everything I'm called to do through Christ, through you, my Savior, through you, the victorious one, through you, the name that is above every other name, through you who strengthen me. And so, God, I thank you for your strength for each and every person here today. And God, that you would... Help, strengthen in every step that is taken this week. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.